be here welcome back on into the show no extended intro today man hit the like button if you enjoy the content subscribe if you're new hit the notification bell we will be covering this team every single day up until the nba trade deadline next week we have a lot to get into man stay updated stay tapped in with the content appreciate you all uh i will be talking about this more later as well but i have to get some things off my chest let me tell you it has been a bizarre whirlwind a circus of sixers news today uh, you have Ramona Shelburne dropping a bomb of an article after appearing on ESPN's NBA Today yesterday. I'd listened to her talk. I did not her- expect her to drop an article like this today with just so much additional info that I have to rant about. And then, honestly, I've been waiting and waiting for the perfect time. And each time I wait, additional supplementary information coming out. We just had a story, honestly, like minutes ago uh, from Tom Moore of Bucks County Inquirer. And there's a whole bunch of quotes we have to get into and dissect from Doc Rivers. He's firing shots back. It's just absolutely insane today. And that's what you get here on this channel. So shout out to everybody supporting. But anyway, let's just hop right into this. Um, I could not believe some of the things I was hearing today. So originally, Ramona Shelburne, like I said, puts out a huge article, you know, just detailing more into the 2-5 situation as now, you know, I've been counting. We are nine days away, nine days officially away from the trade deadline. What will happen? Um, You know, we saw the Sixers last night balling out, taking down a gritty Memphis team, and they just keep rocking and rolling, 15-3 and in their last 18. And and I'm super happy. I'm ecstatic. And then things like this come out. Here's one of the quotes because it was one of those articles where, you know, you had to pay a subscription, and I'd rather just wait for the quotes to come out. But here's the big one uh, coming from, Ramona Shelburne, obviously she put out how two fives not happy and the same things that we've been hearing kind of seems like a last minute pitch by Rich Paul trying to get his client moved. But this quote really has the entire Twitter sphere. I'm talking Sixers universe, you know, Sixers nation, then the beat reporters, the national media, everybody's up in arms about some things that were in this article. Here's the first quote. According to sources close to Simmons, he's upset that Embiid seemed to blame him for last season's playoff loss when Simmons did not blame Embiid for Embiid's poor showing in the playoffs against the Toronto Raptors in 2019. Now, again, I don't know how much of this is true, how much isn't. Uh, Ramona Shelburne, um, you know, like I said, came on ESPN yesterday to talk, and a lot of what she had said was similar here, but my first thoughts and reactions are, are, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you, how much... Do you have to get pampered? I I just, I almost can't believe it at this point. I almost can't believe it at this point. You know, I've been saying since June 21st, right? That was the day after we lost that game seven, that this man was not going to come back to this team. But when you get into, I mean, just excessive, egregious excuses like this, it is actually mind blowing. Now we're going to bring, like we've heard every single piece of it, every excuse in the book this off season from Joel, to Doc, to the situation, to the location, to this and that and this and that. I mean, come on now. Now we're going to go back to the Toronto series, which, by the way, uh, was probably one of the most painful series ever, and I remember almost every detail of it. And if I'm not mistaken, 2-5 average, what, 11 points in that series? In fact, there's been three playoff series with Joel and 2-5, and 2-5's lack of ability to do anything on offense costs us every single time. 
and it's costed us and it's costed us. Why do you think this team is playing so well? Why do you think last night, you know, in addition to the offense, just the the impact that that it has on the floor, man, the way Joel's been playing, there's more space, there's more flexibility in the offense. And you scored 11 points a game in that series, and you were awful for some of them games. I'm not saying Joel played on top of the world, but he went out trying. And what did Joel do in that series? He went out, and, I mean, he was literally bawling his eyes out. He used it as motivation. He got better, and years later, here we are, and he's an MVP candidate, actually the MVP favorite now. So come on, man. Get I mean, it's just actually unbelievable. And, and again, I don't get this notion that everybody blamed him. Like, they didn't even say anything over the top, man. It's just nuts. And when will the babying stop? So you you have left because somebody criticized you and you know, you, you just can't come back after that. It's it's actually crazy. And uh here's another quote. Um Tufai doesn't dispute that he didn't reply when Rivers texted him this past summer and emailed several times asking to see him, but in hindsight he feels Rivers and the Sixers could have done more like show up at a well-known gym in the San Fernando Valley where he was training. I mean, are you kidding me? Another thing that came out this past offseason, we're just going to sit here and act like Joel Embiid, who? Tobias Harris, I think Thibel was in there. These cats literally tried to come see you. They tried to set up an appointment, and you said, no, don't come. I mean, it's actually, I not only in basketball, obviously these things happen in Philly for some reason, I don't know if I've ever seen a person like this. This guy is conceited and he continually blames other people for his, you know, self, just self-inflicting wounds, his selfishness, his lack of accountability. Like, it's actually crazy. And, and the 2-5 stands have dwindled as the season went on, not only because they see the Sixers doing well, Joel Embiid, but look at last night, Tyrese Maxey willing the crowd over. Everybody just wants to see a give effort and get better, and for years, you sat there with a lack of willingness to do so, no desire. I had a hot take before on this channel, and I will remain consistent with it. I said there's a slight chance he never even plays again, because honestly, he doesn't really care, and in addition to that, I think, you know, where I've been at is maybe correct at this point. Like, I don't see this man even playing more than four years in the league, even if he gets traded. Because you need to develop an offensive game. Honestly, one through five on the floor is starting to shoot now. And even if you don't shoot, like you have to at least be a dominant paint presence. And this guy is nothing of that. He is nothing of that. All he has is a soft drop step. And that won't work against anybody. And he just does not want to get better. He is content. He thinks he's on top of the world. And it's actually insane. He's soft in the post. He's soft here. You can just see it. I, I just... This is mind-blowing that some of these things are coming out. They continually come out, and he's just he's had enough, right? He just doesn't care at this point. Another thing coming out, um, Simmons has lost over $19 million in fines since the season began and could lose another $12 million per Ramona Shelburne. Quote, uh, a, source quote uh, a source close to him, quote, we don't give an F about the money. Okay. So you're sitting here. Meanwhile, the greats on TV, Shaq, Charles Barkley, other guys I'm watching are ripping you to shreds because somebody made a comment and you won't come back. And you're willing to lose $31 million over this. Like, it's it doesn't make sense. And the craziest thing about it is all he had to do was come back one time and have a press conference. I honestly have been right 
on most of this at this point leading up this whole season. People keep saying, oh, well, in this situation, this circumstance, come back, get your value up. He's not coming back. He never was. He said it himself, and he just does not have that grit and determination. That's another reason he won't advance his game and maybe survive in this league. Maybe his defense, because it's so good, can keep him afloat, but he doesn't have the desire, man. You can see it. Um, and it's just it's just absolutely insane at this point. And you're just going to sit here now and lose money, and you don't care, right? And the one time I actually was kind of wrong about this, I was fooled, I was stumped, is when, well, actually, he did come back. So I don't even know if I was wrong, but he did come back. He snuck back, didn't talk to anybody, actually came to a practice, and I had said, I'd slipped up a little bit and said, you know, if he came out and had a press conference, I would at least try to respect him a little bit. You know, even if he lied through his teeth, even if he lied, it didn't matter. Just come out and say something and know, you know, he gets kicked out of practice for messing around and never comes back. It's just a joke. Then he starts using mental health as a whole, you know, different thing now. And it's just, it's unbelievable where we are at in this situation. And I'm glad the entire NBA universe is seeing it. And, you know, the guy just doesn't have, there's something going on. I mean, he he just feels like he's on top of the world. And, you know, I just can't believe it's come to this point. And the best part about it is with the way the Sixers are playing, this dude looks more selfish than ever. This team is balling their 12 games above 500. They're playing with a $33 million hole in the cap. The media is starting to talk about it. And you can just see, like, imagine not wanting to play with the greatness of Joel, with how good this team is rolling right now. We, we could be a potential contender. And you don't want to play because your feelings got hurt. It's, it's, it's nuts, man. It, but I can, I can go on and on about it all day. Like, we have all season... Anyway, Doc Rivers firing back. This was the latest addition in the whole story. Like I said, uh, Tom Moore of the Bucks County put out a story and a couple big quotes from Doc Rivers. Here's the first one uh, pertaining to the story today. He says, that's the first time I've heard that. Um, there's nobody that's been more supportive than me. I have a tape someone sent me of almost an hour of me going over and over. Uh, you know, in terms of praising him, you heard me every, every day last year. I agree. And then in addition to that, he says, quote, we need people to tell us the truth. Unfortunately, as a coach in the NBA, I have to do it a lot. I've accepted it as a coach over the years. Some handle it well and some don't. Sometimes I don't deliver it well, even though I try. I'm not perfect either. And I'll just read the last couple before I give my overall thoughts. He says, at the end of the day, everything I try to do is about winning. The people who can handle that can handle me very well. The people that can't probably don't handle me well. And I also don't lose an ounce of sleep over it. Shots being fired, man. Like the last guy who's been on the band and he's been on the band, he's stretching, he's stretching, supporting. And now he's even breaking it. It's, it's crazy, man. And then, you know, he says, I've always supported him. I want him to do well. It's just the excuses and all that stuff. One of the things I tell my players is that respect is a two way street, especially the young guys. You can't expect to ignore us or not listen and then want us to do something different to you. You have to respect each other to be successful in life. These are all the great things, the right things that should have been said. My only problem is that Doc Rivers, you're, you know, a, a day late and a dollar short, honestly. And that's an understatement. I mean, all of last year you defended this guy. And honestly, all of us at some point have babied him and just coddled him. And that's a reason we are in this situation. But mostly the Sixers front office their coaches, right? Brett Brown, Doc, you can't coddle this guy, and that's all we've done. We've enabled him, 
And at this point, you're, you're too late. All of last year, you told us, you told the media that everybody was wrong. We didn't know basketball. We didn't play it enough, this and that. Then you ended up benching him in a playoff game where he shot 33% from the line. And then he just, you know, walks right on out of here, never comes back and just shows his true colors. And, and these are all the right things. I'm glad it's finally coming out. The last person. And even, you know, he said it in a nice way. But still, everybody at this point, Maury, Doc, everybody sees this guy for what he is. And I hope you do too. And Doc's right in, in the aspect of, you know, no excuses, man. Get that out of here. You're a grown man. You're 25. You want your career to keep going. I mean, you're going to have to stop that. But who knows what's going to happen at this point. It's just the most absurd story I've ever seen in my life. And, and Doc, I wish you wouldn't have been so late. And it's just weird to hear that from you at this point. It's weird to hear now that Doc Rivers, you know, is trying to stand his ground a little bit. But who knows? Those are just my thoughts on it. I want to hear from you. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comments section. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.